See, the, the trouble is when my guest says, I don't know, Mike, what angle do you want to take? And then we look at 28 different ways to talk about this issue, and uh, and they all get some attention. Our, my guest is Dr. Raj Knight from Gunderson. Thanks very much for talking with us this morning. I appreciate that, uh, Raj. I heard, I heard Dr. Fauci say earlier this week, or maybe it was late last week, that uh, in an in order for the country to get uh, substantially beyond vaccination and into uh, herd immunity, that children need to be part of that seventy percent of vaccination. And I had all along heard that children are the least vulnerable to uh, COVID nineteen and would be at the la- uh, bottom of the list of. Uh, people getting vaccinated unless they have some other kind of health issue that uh, puts them closer to the top of the list. What's your take on that? Yeah, well, as a pediatrician, I know quite a bit about this. And uh, let's um, look at the broad perspectives first, which is that uh, 22% of our country um, are children. So um, when we hear about the potential for herd immunity and uh, the vaccination slash immune rates needing to be upwards of 70%, um, and the fact that there will be some people that refuse or decline vaccination despite our recommendations, ultimately we are going to need children to be part of the vaccination strategy to really control this infection. That'll come a little later. Um, There's some good news this week. The Pfizer trial um, fully enrolled their 12 to 17-year-olds in their trial, so we're awaiting those results. And what we'll see with the vaccinations is that they will do these trials in children and um, progressively younger children once they pass each stage of the clinical trials in uh, the various age groups. So projections, you know, maybe late summer and fall, we'll have um, children included in the vaccination programs. So we'll uh, continue to vaccinate uh, adults, older adults, uh, health issue adults, regular adults, and then children. And by then we're talking about uh, summertime. Yeah, summer or maybe even into the fall. Of course, there are a lot of things that need to continue to fall into place Oh, sure. Uh, for the vaccination programs to continue in this manner. And I think that everybody gets attached to the timeline, and everybody, of course, wants to know when this is going to happen, but it's dependent on a lot of things falling into place. So it's always hard to commit uh, fully to an exact timeline when there's a lot of variables that are yet to be determined. Well, and I want to just discuss the umbrella of variables since uh, research comes out daily almost that puts a, a finer point on a variety of issues. Then there's a proclamation from the WHO or from Dr. Fauci changing what we knew yesterday. And some people roll their eyes and say, see, they don't have the foggiest idea what's going on. They just want us all to be lemmings and fall into place. That's not the way research works. Why do they, why, why do people think that's uh, that way now? Exactly. And this is, um, you know, we don't normally see in the media um, science playing out in real time. And that's what people have been witnessing over this entire duration of the pandemic is they're getting the headlines. And, and the way science occurs is that you follow the data. And um, sometimes uh, we don't really know 
what the true science says until there's multiple repeated studies that builds uh, the evidence over time to show us the way. And I always tell people it's a bit like being a, uh, a detective. You wouldn't convict somebody just on a circumstantial piece of evidence. You want to build the body of evidence over time until you prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. And science plays out the same way. And so I think that's the best analogy for people to think about this. You know, every headline is maybe just one clue, but we're trying to build a body of evidence. And at some point, the science um, becomes very convincing. Uh, but I think what people are doing is taking each little clue or each little headline as um, a fact when it's really just building over time. I, we have, I, here's a question that I'd love you to pose and think about. Because it, uh, it would take more than a minute to answer, and that's, that's all we have. I'm really curious to know, how does a doctor, <clears throat> you, feel about other doctors, them, who went to medical school and studied and, and passed and got great grades, and they're really smart, and they stand out on the steps of some capital or someplace uh, in front of cameras and say, the vaccine doesn't work. The vaccine is horrible. The vaccine is bad for women. It's bad if you ever want to get pregnant. It's bad for kids. It's bad, bad, bad. How do you, You're a doctor saying it's good. There's another doctor who maybe you went to medical school with who has a completely different opinion of what we're doing, wearing masks and getting the vaccine. Uh, most, I agree, feel it's a good thing. But, uh, wow, you're just not alone. That's, that's concerning to me. Dr. I will try to figure out a way to get back in touch with you real soon, and we can talk about that. I, I, you don't have your schedule handy for tomorrow, do you? <laughs> I have somebody that can help you figure yeah. out when yeah, that's be available. I, I get it. I just thought I'd stick my neck out there and give it a shot. Thank you very much for talking with us this morning. We will clearly have to do it again. <laughs> 